just like had a conversation about what was going on and mm-hmm. I was like literally crying through the whole thing because mm-hmm. like I did not speak in it mm-hmm. at all because I just was like I knew if I said anything I would cry mm-hmm. and then at the end Meg was like because I wrote something in there and Meg was like Estelle oh my god I didn't know you were in here and I'm like yeah hi <laughs> like I said like hi love you bye it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can't I and can't then like it. I literally um I texted her afterwards, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't speak because I was crying. Like, I've been super emotional. And she was like, oh, my God, I would never call you out if I knew you were crying. And I'm like, I'm like, it had nothing to do with that. Like, I'm super, super emotional. I think every, I don't know, everything's putting me down with what's going on in the world. And I think, too, partly because it was my dad's birthday last week. And I'm super. And, and, and I was on my parents. Now there's, like, Damn, you just got, like, a quadruple whammy. Yeah, I did. It was just. I don't know. It was, it was a, mess. a lot. It was a mess last week. Yeah. I, I was I just. I didn't drink either. I was. Well, oof, that's impressive. I was just very. um, Like I always am. So I was kind of like introverted. I was very much. In, everybody's like, how are you feeling? And I was just like, oh, I'll let you know when I figure it out. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I don't know. I think for anybody just to go through mm-hmm. this because everybody's telling you how you should feel and how you should be behaving. Yeah. And that's not the reality. Like, I even got tried by people, like, I know mm-hmm. that were like, well, why weren't you at the protest here? Because you date black men. You should have been out there. Um, first off, my mom's high risk for COVID. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on out there. Like, I, like I, I'm not being, like, overly cautious about it. Like, I am going out and seeing people. Yeah. I'm not going into a massive crowd. No. Yeah, no, I'm very <laughs> careful about where I go. Like my, like you, my mom is very high risk for um, COVID, but I'm, I also, I just, I'm scared. Like I'm scared I'm, to be in a mass group. I'm mm, scared. No I'm offense, like in the, like, look at, no offense, like look at you. If I were you, I would be. Like mm-hmm. I, I should be scared, mm-hmm. but I guess that's where my white privilege kicks yeah. in a little bit. Like, it's, yeah. And I mean, for me, it's it's different. I mean, we'll talk about it yeah. later on in this episode. But yeah. um, hello, hi guys, welcome back to the PAB podcast. I'm Ariel. I'm Estelle. Trying to be happy. Trying to be content. At this point, like I'm, I'm so at a neutral standpoint. I can't be too sad. I can't be too happy. I'm just like. I'm trying to be content in the world I'm living in right now. I don't even know how I feel anymore. It's difficult. Like, the past few days, like, I've been around a lot of friends, so, like, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. So it's been really nice because I actually felt happy, but now, mm-hmm. like, knowing that we're talking about what we're talking about, I'm like, ugh, like, I don't know how to feel. Yeah. I've been mentally preparing for this episode all week, and for me, I've had a very busy, like, work week. Yeah. So it distracted me from a lot, but every time somebody came to me with like, how are you feeling? Or so sorry. I'm just like, I I literally had to step away from social media because I was just like, I I can't. It's that funny enough. I like, I had to step away from TikTok because like. They were too happy? No, they weren't even happy. I got nothing but like everything that was like the Black Lives Movement and like all the rioting and like it just. A lot of it hurt to watch, mm-hmm. and like I said, like there, like even being personally told that I should have been out there in the mm-hmm. protest, like there's people in videos, like literally one after the other, where the snow bunnies that date black men, yeah, I don't see you out there on the streets, I don't see you supporting your black men that you say you love, and 
Like, it's just, like, it's very, mm-hmm. it hurts. Yeah. Like, You're defeating the purpose of being out yes. there. It's and not to judge. It's not to criticize. It's not to feel any certain type of way about somebody else not behaving exactly. the way they're you think they're, they're supposed, supposed to be behaving. Or, like, even just, like, listening to people encouraging the violence of it. Yeah. And that, for me, like, everybody says, like, oh, that's how we got things done back in the day. And I'm like, that was wrong then, and it's mm-hmm. wrong now. Because, mm-hmm. for me, like, you're destroying your own home. Your community is your home. Yeah. You're destroying your home. Yeah. What is that proving to anybody? No, nothing. It's like, It's one of those things where... I mean, my heart, my thoughts, my prayers go out to George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Taylor, but, like, it's so, I I don't know, my mom asked me, like, how are you feeling, and I feel out of sorts. I feel so much differently than I have had, because Breonna Taylor happened far before George Floyd, but... I, I'm horrible with names. Ahmad. 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 Yeah. He happened back in February. Yeah. And to me, like, not that George Floyd thing wasn't so significant. I think I'm more affected by his death more than George's just because of the fact that you saw a video of him being hunted down like he's a fucking deer. Mm-hmm. Like he's a dog. Yeah. And he, his pe- the people who killed him were just walking around like nothing, nothing happened. Yeah. And, like, to me, that's like a true lynching that happened in a way and it's like to me i feel like that affected me more mm-hmm. yes what happened to george floyd and i'm so not thankful that he's passed but like i'm thankful that it was what, brought yeah how like everything everything was, happens for a reason and his death brought so much awareness i also i was happy that they caught everything on camera yeah. beforehand yeah because so much of the argument beforehand is like well how was how was he behaving was he resisting he was completely cooperating with the cops mm-hmm. so that's no longer a value a valid argument right. anymore it's it's i don't know everything with it is just i'm it's unfortunate that he had, had to, to pass, die he had to die for this all to of happen. them unfortunately it's so sad that they mm-hmm. all had to die but i think at the end of the day it's it's we're finally gonna see changes hopefully. I, I hopefully like but that's also why i keep saying we need to keep the same energy yeah on november 3rd during the election but we also have to like keep in mind too that you have to keep fighting for it mm-hmm. because we have to keep going back to the elections, back to mm-hmm. the polls, and like look what happened with uh, Barack Obama when he became president in two thousand eight. Like we showed that our voices do matter that it year. Does. Yeah. But then his next election, it all dropped he, off. Yeah, he won by just like a hair, and it's because not everybody's like, oh, well, our votes don't matter again. You made a point a- that you're. Vote votes counts. did matter and now last we're, time. Yeah, I'm so sick and tired of having this argument with people that my vote doesn't matter, my vote doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, with I can see why people make that assumption with Trump because he he didn't win by the, um, what's it called? The majority? Ma- uh, like, yes, the majority it, vote. The popular, the popular vote. vote. Yeah. He didn't win by that. He was put into office by Congress. So it was... Yes and no, but he want he woke up a bunch of people who like Obama did. He woke up a bunch of people who hadn't voted in a long time. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing just mm-hmm. with a different group of people. Yeah, and uh, what people don't realize is that both groups have to constantly go in and battle out. It is a constant fight that you yeah. like. That's the one great thing about this country, and unfortunate that we always have to fight for the things that we want and constant battle. Like it's 
the people that voted for Trump, they were sick and tired of seeing some certain things going on, and Donald Trump pushed their buttons. He knew exactly what they wanted to hear and said what he wanted to, they wanted to hear. And it, people often out and voted, and he won by majority of electoral votes. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I mean, I'm not a Trump fan. I don't totally hate him. Mm-hmm. I do not agree with how he's been behaving the past week and a half. Or I, most of the time. Four years. I mean, I just, for me, <laughs> him, I just, shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Stop speaking. Like, if you have nothing nice or productive to say, don't say anything at all. Which is sad because he's the president. So. It is. Well, for me, I think as a leader of a country, it doesn't matter where you are. I think when you see that your, your country, country is, is in distress. Yeah. You need to. You need to be. You need to be able to bring them together. Yeah. And I did have a conversation with a friend who is a huge Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that him and I can actually have like real conversations, conversations about yeah. politics. And he's glad to say, he's like, I don't think he has empathy or can articulate or articulate himself mm-hmm. to bring. I think like he's like, I think he wants to. I don't think he just doesn't know how. And I'm like, but that's the problem. Like you as a president need to be able to do that. You have that to is do everything. You have. Yeah. That's why like presidents get so much crap for being whoever they are in that moment. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, even some of our worst presidents were there when tragedy Happened. hit. Yeah. And this is unfortunate. Like we're getting double whammy. We have COVID, and then we have oh, yeah. these shooting. Well, all these shootings plus George Floyd's Death. murder. Yeah. Um. So it's one of those things where, where we have no choice but to look and listen and get hit because nobody's going anything. We don't have the distractions that we did before. Where oh I can yeah this is this home. is just one week like I have this that and this to do next week like mm-hmm. we're not distracted by our day to day anymore so we're feeling the effects more and uh, plus we're sympathetic I think COVID made us sympathetic to the world I also think because of every like it was I think for the first time we saw two back to back blatant murders. Mm-hmm. caught on camera mm-hmm. and i think that's why it's a little different especially especially with george floyd yeah because like you saw the entire thing happen yeah. and roll down on, and for me i didn't i i can't i cannot watch someone murder someone on tv i i stopped watching for it real like real life situations like movies and tv i know they're fiction so like i can oh i have that in the back of my head in my heart where I know it's not real, I can't see a real I stopped murder happen. I stopped watching it when they put his knee on his neck, and it, it was there for anyone. And I'm like, if he's gonna kill him, I can't. Yeah. I can't watch. I, it. I'm. It's just. It's not in my. I can't. Do I it. also think that part of the reason. Uh, uh, I'm horrible with Ahmad. Ahmad. I don't want to call him Muhammad, but it's yeah, uh, it's Ahmad. Um, like I think the why that affects me so much because I watched that through and through, mm-hmm. and because I didn't realize what was happening, mm-hmm. and just to watch him be hunted down the way that he was was just disgusting I'm, it's it's disheartening I, I don't even both of yeah. <laughs> those words like i i don't have words for it because like these people were in their see like with brianna taylor she was in her home, home. her home with ahmad he was on his street he was in his in like he was running in a neighborhood and he happened to walk inside a house that was being built and I don't know one fucking person in this world who has never done that. Like, I've known my parents 
have done that in I've the done. bowl just to go see like what the inside of it's going to look like yeah. see how they're building it how they're mm-hmm. constructing it and he went inside and some former cop and his son were doing neighborhood patrol which I'm not quite sure if they were even supposed to be doing that. I don't know if, like, the whole neighborhood agreed to that or if they just decided that that's because there was break-ins going on. I don't know the whole story on that because I'm too disheartened mm-hmm. to go back and look on it right mm-hmm. now. Um, but they, I guess there were some break-ins going on in the neighborhood, and they just assumed because he went into a construction house that he obviously was that person. Mm-hmm. But once again, this I'm sorry, but neighborhood watch shouldn't ha- be loaded with well, Done. he was a former cop. I don't doesn't matter. And you're I, I a agree. neighborhood like, watch. You're not the police. You're neighborhood watch. I mean, so if you have like a baton or your phone to call the actual authorities, it's a neighborhood watch is just to witness and report. I agree. So you're supposed to report what you see, not act on what you see. Exactly. I don't care who you used to be. No, I agree. Because there is no right for you and your hun to hunt down somebody because you assume that they were. And the problem is their their defense is that they felt like they, they were being threatened by him. And so the, you go back home and you call the police. That's where my argument comes in because you all were chasing him down and then kept blocking his exit. He was trying to run away from you. And yet you still thought that it was okay to kill him. Like, if you were really that threatened, he was running away, let him run away. Right. You, ob- you already have videotape of his face and stuff. Mm-hmm. You turn that into the police. Yeah. That is how the world is supposed to work. It's not a free land of everybody just goes yeah. out and gets a gun and just starts shooting everybody. That's the problem with this world. Right. That we all think we have the right to do something when we don't. Right. I don't care And it's who not even are. in the world, unfortunately. Fortunately, it's not in the world. It's America, unfortunately. It's just we we have yes it's our right it's our second amendment right but it's one of those things where you have to gauge your rights carefully or they get taken away yeah well you just need a judge it's a become a better judger of a situation yeah sometimes it shouldn't be a right it should be a privilege and well i think our honestly i think our constitution is a privilege to be honest yeah like the amendments we have the fact that we have free speech the fact that we're even able to talk about this Mm -hmm. On our podcast. Mm-hmm. Is, it's a is true privilege. privilege. It's truly, and I'm very grateful for every privilege yeah. I've been provided as an American citizen. Yeah. But there are Americans that think this is their God, our God-given God right, and it's not. You're only God-given It's, it's right your American it's, right. It's your American right. But God it's did not Ameri- give you the right to take away his his sons and daughters. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's your privilege as a human being to have those rights. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I just, personally, I'm... So disheartened yeah. to know all this. And then, like, I think, too, for me, like, I have a lot of family members that are cops. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, fuck the police and this and that. And mm-hmm. First off, first off, not every cop is bad. I am well aware to know that. It's like also mm-hmm. saying that every black person is bad. Yeah. It's not true. Right. It's far from it. And I think that's the other thing that's very disheartening that, like, we're all just keep put, we fight this battle that we're we're all equal and this and that but we want to put blame we want to point fingers we want to we want to put everybody in a category but yet we don't want to be categorized right and i'm sorry not every cop is bad no i think i'm fortunately i think most people know that but we're just fighting for the injustice i agree what's happening and no not all cops because there are there are many Many cops amazing bending the knee they are saying i'm with you there are plenty of cops 
thankfully there's a majority rather than a minority of them. So it's... But I also think this goes back to, like, what I was saying earlier about mental health. Like, I would never want to be a cop or a doctor or an EMT or a firefighter because you have to make life... life and death like, choices. Choices every day. It Mm -hmm. is not an easy job. I... But I do think that they need to go for mental health evaluations. But I... Once again, I do think that's something that we all need to go through, like a like a, a physical. physical that we just. Uh, but I definitely think that they need to have a mental health evaluation, maybe two to every two to three months, to see where their head is at. Hell yeah! Like, I, and I, not to say that there aren't some police jurisdictions that, or I'm sure I can't remember the name of their house. <laughs> <laughs> their uh, but department. It, I guess maybe that's the precinct. Precinct. Yeah. yeah yes. Precinct. Um, so it's one of those things, like, not all of them aren't following the rules, but for the ones that are, like, they're saying that they're going to try and bring the federal government into this. So it's, it's one of those things where they're trying to figure out the checks and the balance of all of these situations. And that's also the problem. Like, our, our government hasn't been updated since the day that they established it. I mean, I'm sure it's been updated a little bit from the, but I feel like they don't update it for decades. No, they don't. And until something horrible happens right. like this and it's I think they need to update how they handle things mm-hmm. and really put us in checks and balances. Yeah. Sorry, policemen only go through what, six months of training? Yeah. And they're given a gun. What are they saying? <laughs> Barbers get more training than police officers? Yeah. And I that's I mean hell, I actually had to go to insane. school for a few days yeah. over a year. I mean So it, it makes sense. I, I for me, yes, I went to technical school, but to learn everything and then to intern it was, I shouldn't be able to have a gun after that. Like, it's yeah. it's not the same thing, but it's it's one of those, even our, our, what, army men and women, they go through a grueling training day in, day out. That's why they go out together sure, yeah. with, you get to go home, you get to see your, you get to be in the world again. Yeah, you're not stuck at ba- uh, camp. Yeah. Like, whereas our army, like, they're stuck in camp, and, I mean, to me, sometimes I feel like they're brainwashed, but that's just me personally. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. conversation. <laughs> but it's crazy the way the world is going is we may need our army to step in, which is, I don't want that, because that's well, terrifying. Well, if, that's the problem. Like, if you let martial law take effect, yeah. and I don't know if this is still, I mean, not that it's ever right to have that happen. I just don't think this is the right time. Yeah. Because I it'll, know. I feel like it would escalate even more with the protest. And that's why it's so important to have peaceful protests protest. and to not riot and to not yeah. loot oh, situations. Sorry. Because then I, that's I, I when we I have. I think that's too one of the one things that makes me so angry. Yeah. Like, you're destroying your home. Yeah. Like, ugh, like, that proves nothing. No, it's nothing. It's, think about it at school. Like, you get talked to by your teacher and then your parent. But once a the principal gets involved or the superintendent gets involved it ends up a lot worse Mm -hmm. than if you couldn't figure it out between you and your teacher and your parent like the moment other people other authorities get involved you're really screwing yourself and the rest of the world the media is also shining light so much on the rioting and the looting because it's not there's more peaceful protesting happening Mm -hmm. than the rioting and the looting and I think that's why I've been so fearful to protest because that's what I'm seeing in the news is... Well, we had a riot here. And we did, and, and it turned into 
uh, rubber bullets and tear gas. Yeah, so and I don't, I don't want to be a part of that in my own hometown. Like this is my, like I said, this is my home. This is my home, but I also want to go home at the end of the day. Like you I'm, your house. I'm scared to drive. I'm scared to be out past curfew. I'm, I'm scared to leave my home because all I just want is to be able to come back. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to open my door and see my parents. Like, and the idea that if I leave my house, that's a possibility that that will never happen. And for, and for me, I've, I've always said I've been more privileged than other black people because I've just been treated differently, whether it's the way I look, whether it's the way I talk, I've just always had a different experience as being a black woman in America that others may not have. So it's one of those things where for me right now I'm feeling more affected than I have ever felt before and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older I don't know if it's I'm just more aware of my surrounding I don't know if it's because one day I want to have kids and the idea of not being it's funny that you said that because I think one of the other things that I think I'm so upset about is that I think about having children one day and realistically if I think about it my kids are going to be mixed children and I think about do I even really want to bring kids into this world Mm -hmm. and I had somebody tell me it's like well you need to find a man first before you think about that and like that's not the point that's not the point like you're 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 putting down my Mm -hmm. my feelings because like I love kids and I don't think children should have to face the same things like I couldn't imagine being a parent and having to give my child a talk of you need to be careful because somebody's not gonna like you because of your skin color and that's Mm -hmm. just horrible like such a Debbie Downer yeah like I feel like I'm just something that should be so happy a joyous time you always have to think of the future I mean and then that's honestly with every parent I mean I think it comes to a point where you're literally you're living for your child and fearing for their life at any time any point but it's definitely put on a pedestal when you're a black family of any any shade of color colored family period it's just it's one of those things that we think about and honestly I I haven't really thought about it again because of the people I surround myself with I have a A salad bowl I have a diverse group of friends like my two of my best friends are white and Spanish And then I have other, my family is black and they have really throughout my life have always kind of showed me and told me. And even my mom has trained me in a way to hold myself differently. So I'm not looked at as a threat Um, with my brother, who's six foot four, big dude. He who doesn't smile (laughs) normally. So it's one of those. I'm just like picturing Corey. Yeah. So it's one of those things where he's been trained to to walk the world and that's just for the color of his skin and that's i mean that's sad because the only way we should be treating our kids is like with the golden rule yeah like treat others the way you want to be be treated treated. and but yet you have to have these conversations of like how to behave in case you ever get arrested Mm -hmm. or like i was watching a show the american i was he's half black but even him being half white half black he was never told or taught how to approach cop because he was very um he comes from a very um affluent family he's he has money he lives in the one percent kind of 
group. group. So he didn't understand what it was to to behave in front of a police officer. officer. And he went off and popped up, like popped his mouth off. And he was he didn't understand what was happening, although the person that was living with him was a black man living in a predominantly poor neighborhood and he had to tell him like shut up like stop talking and he went to his father he he went to the boy's father and was just like why haven't you had that conversation with your son because he didn't think he needed to to. and that's and it's hard but see i would rather have things like that father no offense like i would yeah i would like to think but but that's not the world we live in exactly and hopefully by the time we have children and our children get to an age where they're going out without us, that it won't be a big deal. deal. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. It's, it makes, I think it's the first time in my life that I've ever been like thinking that it won't happen. Yeah. Because like, like I said, I grew up in a house where people were people. Right. Like we didn't see color or mm-hmm. any of those things. But I do want to say that it has opened your eyes. Not just that. Like I I don't think my family realizes, I don't even think sometimes I realize what my white privilege is, mm-hmm. and especially my family, and I've, like, had to have this conversation with my brothers and my nephews, and it's just insane to me how, like, I'm thankful for the way that I was raised, but I guess it's also put blinders on us for other things, mm-hmm. and I think just being opened up to certain things, because, like, I know that what happened to any like Trayvon to George Floyd, like mm-hmm. that would never happen. Would never happen to any of my nephews, and yeah. it's very sad to think about that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then having these conversations with my younger nephews is like so crazy because we talked about everything that's going on. Because my nephew, he's like, "Oh, George Floyd's like the new Martin Luther King, almost." And he, I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so, like, I had to like stop and talk to him. Like, what do you mean by that? He's like, well, he's he's bringing awareness. Like, he has everybody so upset about this whole racism thing going mm-hmm. on. And, like, you are right to a point, but unfortunately, he didn't make speeches or, like, right. truly made the movement go. Right. And he had like, to die for it to really to have an effect. I mean, and I, I do hate to say this, unfortunately, that's somebody always has to die for a yeah. real change to happen. Yeah. And it's Even so Martin Luther King had, had to, to die, die for a change to happen. happen. John F. Kennedy had, had to, to die. die to make a change happen. So mm-hmm. it was one of it was one of those things where I mean, look at Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it's, and slavery. It's one of those things where I hope masses don't have to die for any of this to happen. But it's 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 where we are, and hopefully we've learned from history that maybe. And I think that's why we're so. I also think I'm so upset. I'm also really, I think that's the other reason why I'm so upset with everybody, too, because, like, especially with the rioting and the looting, because, mm-hmm. like, we learn from history. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a huge history buff in a I'm way. Not. Oh, see, I love, like, yeah. knowing, like, weird facts about the past. Yeah. Like, I thought it was funny. Like, last weekend, I told your mom that black men actually got the right to vote before women did. Yeah. And your mom's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, yeah, yeah they, they did. did. Yeah, they well, did. Well, I knew that. But a lot of people don't know that. And it's funny how. The history books change from when our parents were younger to when we're yeah, younger because they wouldn't tell our parents certain information yeah. that later on they would, you know, let the truth yeah. be known. But I also think that's why I watch a lot of documentaries because, yeah. like, I like to know things. Mm-hmm. But 
Driving causes taxes to go up because things Your like mic is on, by the way. So yeah, you, you yeah we purposely put yeah. the mic on. So, <laughs> well, our producer, Jess Wright, makes taxes go up because what? They have to fix everything. Okay. So oh, okay. I don't even think about that. I'm like, to me, you're just destroying your home. Yeah. But um, I think a big part of it, because everyone brings up Martin Luther King and mm-hmm. then to bring up the fact that, like, they had to riot, I think, for seven to nine days after Martin Luther King right. to get civil rights to yeah. go through. And, but it was wrong then. We mm-hmm. should have learned from the mistakes back then. Violence doesn't stop violence. Uh-huh. As, as much as people want to think that. Well, hate also doesn't cure hate. No. That's all, all that, that's like adding fuel to a fire. Right. Like, all you're going to do is make the fire bigger. Bigger, right. Like, you have to, like, in order to get the darkness out, you have to put out the light. Like and you it's have to so hard, and that's why the opposite of hate is love, is, is so, the opposite of Actually, darkness is Actually, there's a very light. fine line between love and hate. It's, it, exactly. It's one of those things where it's so similar. It's the same side same of a different, coin. the same, it's the different side of the same coin. coin. It's so close, but the moment you switch over the coin, mm-hmm. one one is bigger than the other. One shows more than the other. Right. So it's one of those things where just like light and dark, like yeah. you have to snuff out the dark with light, yeah. but they're so close yeah. because it's just the absence of light. Darkness is the absence of light, not that yeah. it isn't light. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you have to – It's for me, it's affecting me more than I would ever like it to and more than it ever has because, again, I was – and I don't think I realized how trained I was to live in America. Sorry, that's just funny to say yeah, that trained to live in America. Exactly. For a black <laughs> one, I w- didn't realize how much I was trained, even though my parents made sure I saw people, but they always made sure to let me know that people may not see me. And so I've always felt out of place in the world because of my, and it had nothing, it it didn't really have anything to do with my skin color. It's just my mentality, my characteristics, my everything else. So it, it didn't hit me until recently. I, I even think until now where I'm just like, Maybe I felt so out of place for so long because I'm just a color in a world that doesn't like to see color. That makes me sad for you. I it makes me extreme. Well, I and I see you, and that's and that's because at the end of the day, I was I realized I go for my friends for their character and not even family members yeah. I have family members that I'm closer to because of character not because they're lighter than the other yeah, no and but that's how you should see the world anyways it's about your integrity it's exactly. not about sorry this I'm, like this like I say that it does like I joke around oh I want a hot chocolate man but yeah at the end it's of the, day, the characteristic like, and sometimes it's not even the color of the skin it's, it's the just the features. features yeah I go for features and for whatever reason, more features that I am attracted to is on a white man. Listen, I have to say the same thing. Like, for me, like, a smile is the first thing that I always look at. And yeah. for some reason, I've always find smiles on a, a happen- black man yeah. that happens to be more attractive to me. But, and, but that's the thing. Like, we're trying to raise our children and our world to be 
because America is still a teenager in my in most people's heads. So we're trying to raise America and we're, we're to acting be out right now. better. Yeah, <laughs> we're acting we've out. been acting out for for, <laughs> for uh, uh, yeah for you know a few hundred years. Uh, so it's it's one of those things, and I love you because I love you like too. I s- from the moment we met, yes, we didn't always get along, but <laughs> but it's not even that we didn't get along. It's just we didn't we I, didn't we show weakness. Yeah, no, we were just. Being our true selves. Yeah, we're and I, I gravitate to the people where I can I can be okay being silent. Yeah. And I think that's that was also one of the things that I, I wanted to bring I just want to go back to being that mean. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm too sensitive yeah. this week, and I just hate it. <laughs> I, I don't like feelings. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, uh, I just, I was doing so well with just kind of getting out of my COVID funk yeah. that now I'm just kind well, of... Well, even like last weekend when we had recorded our last, last week episode, so we decided to go mute for our... For everything, the yeah, Black for Lives awareness, for, for the awareness Black Lives Matter, Matter movement. Um, yeah. So we decided not to post last week's episode, and mm-hmm. we'll post it next week. But we, when we didn't know half of this was going on right. while we were recording our podcast, right. and we had such a great right. time. Like we were all in such a good mood yeah. afterwards. I cooked lunch for everybody. Yeah. It was such a great day. It was. And then all of a sudden, like a flip switched, and yeah. we were just and it's down. it's it's crazy because. It was already happening, but it wasn't, it, I don't even know, it just, it comes in waves, and I think that's a perfect example. It came in, like, waves. Yes, it happened, and then we were kind of reeling from it happening, and then we started processing what was Mm -hmm. happening, and it was just, like, uh, we're, I'm still in the processing mode, like, and I'm coming to turn, and I'm, and I'm trying to find my voice in all of it, and that was one thing that bothered me about social media is if you're silent, you're racist. Like if you're silent, you don't stand for the injustice. And I, I process in silence. I can't tell you how I'm feeling. I can't express how I'm feeling because I'm trying to figure it out myself. No, I, I agree with that too, because it's the same way. Like I don't, it's, I was watching today's show and like they were doing, um, they were showing a clip of like, Al, I forget her name. I forget most of them, but Al, Dylan, and the two other people. I don't know why I forget their names, but mm-hmm. I always do. And they were having an open conversation about everything going on. Mm-hmm. And all three of them happened to be black except for Dylan. And she, she even brought up, came out and said, she was like, I don't know what to say because mm-hmm. I feel like whatever I am going to say is going to be the wrong thing to say. Mm-hmm. And for me sometimes, like, I don't – I have been posting like certain things and been resharing things on my Instagram about yeah. certain things, but I'm not really saying what I want to say because I don't know what to say. Right. Because I, I can't speak for all white people. Yeah. I can speak for myself, but at the same time, I'm your just, experience is different. You, I'm and, hurting and, right now, yeah. and I I want to like shut down mm-hmm. in a way, and I'm trying to force myself not to shut down. Yeah. And I don't know how to articulate how I'm feeling. Even right now, I'm having a hard time saying what I want to say yeah. without crying. Like, right. you really yeah. don't understand how hard it is for me yeah. not to be crying right now. Yeah. And I think that's shameful that people are shaming other people. That for they, feeling just the way they're feeling. Who are silent. Yeah. Because it, there are so many emotions that are running mm-hmm. through everybody. Like, first off, this is the first time a lot of white people are being aware yes. of what the fuck is going yeah. on. That there is a problem in our system. Mm-hmm. That there is racism going on that we don't realize that happens every day. Right. So 
And for me, as being a black person, I'm I'm being stricken with awareness that I didn't have, and I'll, I'm not ashamed to say it, like, I didn't have it before, because my black life is completely different than somebody else's black life. It's We're just, all individuals. We're not, we all don't live yeah, the same Yeah, I life. don't live the same life as most black people, and I always felt, like, ashamed to say that, or I felt like I couldn't say that, but that's my reality. That's my truth. But there's no reason why I can't say that while saying I've, for the first time in a, maybe my life, maybe in a long time, where I've been truly affected in how I move, how I think, how I feel with this going on. I'm still going to behave the way I'm going to behave because I've spent 20 year, 27 years You're living, saying you ain't 20 years right? old. <laughs> 27 years living my life the way I know how, but it's interesting to to be well, aware I think, of I think things are going to change. I think I don't know. I don't know how they're going to change for you, but I I mm-hmm. think I think it's going to change a little for me. I'm not quite sure yet. I don't I, know how it is, but I'm I'm probably gonna be more emotional and I do not like it. I'm going. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I hate this. <laughs> for me, I think this year has kind of made me feel more, like express my feelings more. I've always felt more than most people. Oh, I'm not gonna tell you that's something you need to yeah. do anyway. A lot of people tell me like you just need to express how. You, let me know what you're feeling and maybe that'll help. And honestly, I thank this podcast for allowing me to say what I got to say and feel what I got to feel because I wouldn't normally exactly I I wouldn't normally be open and knowing I have to talk about it in front of people it makes me more willing to talk about it get it out first with my friends and my family even though this experience has kind of gotten me back into the to the silence because I I have to figure out it's a lot it's it a lot of emotion. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm, I'm disappointed. Disappointed. I'm content. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for the life I have and the life my family members have. But I'm also saddened, and I'm just feeling emotions that I've never really felt before. And I have to, I have to figure out what they mean to me before I can articulate what they. Yeah, they I, stand for. I all I know right now is that I'm very, very sad, and I'm very mentally exhausted. Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted from all this, and I think it's because mainly at home, like I'm trying to have the conversations mm-hmm. about. You guys are aware that this happens. Mm-hmm. Like this, you have this, and they don't have that, and this happens all the time, and it's it's hard too with people like that live this life of. Everybody's the same. Everybody's equal, and it's mm-hmm. just like. And it's true. Everybody is, but I I read a post like you wouldn't tell your spouse like, this is how you're making me feel, but this is and somebody coming to you be like this is how most spouses feel. Yeah. Like yes, these things it would feel a certain type of right. way if you were told your emotions didn't matter in this certain point in time. Yeah. It's not that all lives don't matter. It's the fact of the matter is right now. Black well, lives are matter in the forefront right I now. Found a great, I saw a great analogy was this. Like, somebody's like, they're gonna, oh, this house is on fire. We're going to go put water. going to go help that house out because mm-hmm. it's on fire. And somebody's like, well, my house matters. Like, 
yes, your house matters, matters but, but your house is not, not on fire, fire right now. Let's go help our friends. And right. I think that is the main thing. Like, you need to go help your friends. Yeah. And I've been very thankful for the friends I do have because they have reached out to me saying, I'm, I'm sorry that... Uh, <laughs> Jess, I really just need you to talk on your mic that we have set up for you. <laughs> she said not all lives matter before. Until, not, until black, black lives, lives matter. matter. And it's, it's one of those things where I'm very thankful for the people that are woke enough my friends, my Trump supporter friends, my white friends. Can we just also talk about the fact that they're trying to pass a bill that gay people can't adopt children? That's also wrong. Sorry, we need to talk about that. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's gonna have that's, a, that's gonna happen. Have to be a so later soon. discussion because honestly, I've that's been happening a lot where I do want to talk about that. But well, it's, too, like I also think it's funny that they're like, I always say too, like. They always, like, make a big deal in the news about something that's happening mm -hmm. just to distract us from, from this. Yeah. So What's, like, oh, look, there's a fire over here, here but, but somebody's getting robbed over there. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, uh, and I think that comes with conspiracy theories that we both have. That <laughs> I do just like <laughs> That we're just like, okay. Well, I don't think Oops. Epstein killed himself. That's my conspiracy theory. I also don't think Marilyn Monroe died of a drug overdose. Listen, sorry, we're getting off topic. Yes, but it's one of those things. <laughs> you got things. me excited about conspiracy yeah, theories. So that's going to have to be a whole other conversation that we can have in the future. But I just want to thank like my friends and my family who have been there for me for whether it was a text, whether it was a hug, whether it was a time together whether it was a handhold, whether it was something to show that I'm not alone You're not. and know that, yes, I'm fighting and I'm supporting and I'm doing this, but other people are doing it with me. Yeah. And I think for me, for the first time feeling everything that I'm feeling, it's a lot, but knowing that other people are there with yeah. me is I know that I'm tremendous. feeling all the emotions that I can't even imagine what you're feeling. Yeah. I'd, like. <laughs> and I honestly, I haven't felt these feelings before. So I'm just like, as you can tell, I'm like trying to hold oh, back yeah, tears. tears. I'm like yeah. hoarse. I'm just, I'm just one of those. I know. I, I haven't cried. It's one of those things where I'm just, I don't know where these Girl, I wish I haven't cried. I literally, like I said, I've been No, I'm glad you're crying because it's one day. of those things. I, like I just can't. I've been in a, since COVID, I've been in a... It's true, and it's, it's also, like I said, it goes back to mental health. Like, we need to be more aware yeah. of everybody's mental health, and it's just, this is not helping. No. No. It's, it's not, but I pray that everything gets better. And everything, I have, I have faith that everything yeah. will get better. I, I mean, I'm, I try to be, like, a positive person. Yeah. I can, like, have yeah. hope for things, and I do think things will get better. Like I said, I do need everybody to go register to vote mm -hmm. and yeah. take the same fucking energy to the polls on 11-13. That you are doing and on your you Insta have stores. A yeah, you that. also primaries too. Make sure you go out and vote for those. Mm -hmm. Because even one of my brothers is a Trump supporter. But yeah, he doesn't vote. So he was complaining about a bunch of shit yesterday to me. And I'm like, you don't, I'm like, first <laughs> off, you don't have the right to complain about mm -hmm. anything until you get a registration to vote. Yeah. And then when you get your registration, you need to show it to me so you can have proof. to tell. Then you can come complain to me about a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. So our primaries are what in august yeah. and our the no, general for the world is in november 11th november, november 3rd, 3rd sorry i don't know why i thought so november 11th. yes don't forget to vote locally 
and statewide. To, and to, and I even preached federal. this to myself. Like, I need to get better aware of what's going on in my community. Yes. Because at the end of it, I think that's why I've been so, like, having interactions or having conversations with my family and my nephews about it. Because everything has to start at home. Mm-hmm. You need to start small before you get bigger. And mm-hmm. before you start small, you need to start in your community. Mm-hmm. I'm starting with my nephews. That is my basic community right now, right? Right. In my life. Right. And I'm trying to make sure that they go out in the world and s- are that realize that color doesn't matter, but yet it may not Just matter to us. Understand what's happening with, with other have people. Have your eyes open yeah. to know what's going on in yeah. the world. And Just be a hand to hold for somebody else that you may yeah. not know what's what it feels like but you can sympathize what it yeah, feels like. Yeah, sympathize because like I I I under I don't understand what right. you're going through but like I know that you're in pain and mm-hmm. I empathize for that. There's mm-hmm. so many people who don't understand that because there's a lot of white people with their white privilege. They don't mm-hmm. realize that there's this going on, yeah. that all this is going on and I mean, I would love to be that voice. I yeah. would love to be that voice yeah. sometimes but it's not the so reality. Would us. <laughs> so <laughs> would us. So would us. But you have to start in your own backyard. And yeah. I, myself, I want to start get more involved in my community and know what's really going on here in my backyard in West mm-hmm. Palm Beach. And mm-hmm. I say that you all need to do that too in your hometown. Yeah. Wherever you're listening. For me, it's I'm having conversations that I didn't really have conversations right. about before that I need to be comfortable to have now and feel okay to have now and kind of look at the world still in the way I've always looked at the world in a positive light but also kind of more awareness more aware more realistic less naive in in my thought process on how people really treat other people Mm -hmm. and kind of be an advocate for others and that's it's not going to happen overnight for me i know it's not going to happen overnight because i've I've spent overnight yeah like i said it goes back to us going to the polls and voting and making sure that our voices are heard yeah but also keeping the line of communication open sometimes just going to the polls isn't we have to leave this in our forefront yeah in our in our minds because the moment we stop talking about it is the moment it goes away agreed i agree with that that's i think the other reason why getting involved in your community is Mm -hmm. so important because Mm -hmm. it makes everybody else aware yeah and get involved in part of your community that you weren't involved in before i think that's where that matters the most if you were hanging out with your certain people hang out with a different set Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things where we look we're so used to looking for what's on the outside that we forget that there's we a whole other side. We hang out with people that, are, that look similar to yeah. us, and it's it's weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not weird. I it's guess it was nature, it. exactly. It's something we can't control at yeah. times. So it's it's well, one of those. We need things. to start controlling yeah. it. <laughs> have more love. Yes. In our life, have more light in our life, positivity, and we will get through this. We will together. I feel bad for, like, plugging our social medias, but it's kind of, like, a thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's not a conversation that will stop. And maybe yeah. our relationship, our friendship, you can see the respect and the and the love that we have yeah. for one another. I mean, we also are open-minded, and we educate each other on certain yeah, things. Yeah, definitely, I definitely. I think that's the more important thing because of yeah. the friendship that we zero minutes left <laughs> i think it's the most important part of our friendship is yeah. that we we listen to one another and we're educating each other all the on time. our back 
on our different backgrounds. Yes, all wow. the time. So it's one of those things where it's not it's not an accident that we were put in each other's yeah. lives and it's For not the an yin and the yang. Yes. Uh, and it's not an accident that we have the same dream and the same goal. Yeah. Because I think together life everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Like yeah. together we can hopefully we can make a difference yeah. just by example, just by leading by hopefully. example. Fingers crossed. We yeah. will. No, we will make we will, we make, will a make a difference. Absolutely. And we're going to put that out in the world. Yes. So you guys make sure you follow us at the POD podcast. Make sure you subscribe on our YouTube channel, ring the bell, and follow me at Dashaka and me at Ariel.hardy. We love you guys. Please be safe. Peace and love. Make good life choices. Yes. Love you.